Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Xfinity Mobile. Welcome to Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Every real hooper wants to be on the stage and be in this moment. Porter drives between the legs, layup, and How did he get that to go in? We just showed what we're capable of on the biggest stage in the world. Murray, jumper, puts it in. Jokic drives down a lane, layup is good. Jokic is having his way, feeling it. It's a good feeling when you know that you did something that nobody believes in. At last, the long wait is over. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. The wait is over. 237 days after the NBA season tipped off, an NBA champion has been crowned. But that was nothing compared to the 46 seasons the city of Denver saw go by before their Nuggets were the ones to lift up the Larry O'Brien Trophy. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Xfinity Mobile. Malika Andrews here with Kendrick Perkins. And we just got back from Denver this morning. I need like three more cups of coffee after the late night. How many you own? Six? Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about that, but only four. <laughs> I don't want to I want to get a little bit behind the curtain here. We actually had to leave somebody back in Denver. Richard, what's going on? You're still out there? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Look at that face. It's beautiful. Are you, are you this okay? Is what I'm, this, this is what I'm going to say. For, for our um, loyal uh, viewers, you can see I'm wearing the exact same thing I wore yesterday. That's how long <laughs> my night has been, right? I just want to make sure we are fully aware is uh-huh. that I, I pretty much went from work to game to work. To yeah, we don't, here we don't, right now. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I, don't, I don't know if we want to know the the, the blanks in between. I actually like you wearing the same thing from yesterday because it's the hoodie and not all those damn un- buttons unbuttoned. Yeah, we're gonna so, leave the yeah. hoodie. We, we like don't the get hoodie you on the unbuttons. So we right. don't get you on the unbuttons. Director Kathy, for the last time in the 2022-23 season, can you please roll the highlight so we can see exactly how the champs were crowned? What is that? Is that a little Chevron action? Miami was not going to lay down, though. 1-15 for three. That's the worst in any half in finals history the Denver Nuggets have. You can see Nikola Jokic imploring his team to step up in the second half, Perk. Absolutely. And you know what? They did it on the defensive end. I thought they got better in transition. And I thought they got out and ran in the third quarter. We see Michael Porter Jr. there that had an excellent game. He kept his mind right throughout the course of this series and came in with it in his bag. Rich, we've been waiting for Michael Porter Jr. to have a game more like this. Well, yeah, and, and he's still such a young player. Like, I, I think that's the part. Like, people are like, oh, should he start him because Christian Brown had a great game. No, Michael Porter Jr. was special. He rebounded the ball early. He attacked the paint and then hit key shots. 16 points, 13 rebounds for Michael Porter Jr. But Miami wasn't going anywhere. Nice ball movement there. I mentioned the three-pointers struggling early, but Jamal Murray on time, on target. Absolutely. Right in this sweet spot again. On time, on target. But look, 
that he just kept chip, chipping away. Jimmy Buckets, I mean, we could question, was it a foul or not? He still got to the free throw line. They were able to stay in the game with this play. They actually reviewed this one, and the referee said, nope, Aaron Gordon, that is a foul. You can see the look on the Nuggets' faces. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. there, as the call was upheld, but the Nuggets stuck with it. Absolutely, and look, Guess what? Don't, it's not hard. Create the mismatch. Get the ball to the best player in the world and look at the big fella. I'm not going to sell. I'm a quick spin. Go to the basket. Little lights, little finger roll layup off the glass. And then right here, Jamal Murray, missed shot. Huge offensive rebound by Bruce, Bruce Brown. Huge. Crashing out of the corner. The whole crowd, whenever he makes a play, bruise through the entire building. And then KCP, again, he wasn't having the best series, but that is such a huge, a crucial steal that he had there. And he's been here before. An NBA champion come up with the plays that don't show up in the box score. Three-point game at this point. Jimmy Bucketts, he'd hit some big ones. This one wouldn't fall. And just like that, the Nuggets can taste it. They are the world champions. The Jokic brothers celebrate. Let's take a listen to Michael Malone after the game. All the hard work, all the sacrifice, all the dedication, all culminated with us winning a championship. But I got news for everybody out there. We're not satisfied with one. We want more. We want more. It's a good feeling when you know that you did something that nobody believes and just it's, it was just us. It's just the organization of Daniel Nagas believe in us. Uh, every player believe in each other. And I think that's, that's the most important thing. I mean, Nikola, he led us all playoffs with his passing some games, scoring other games. This was a historic run. I don't know how you could say he's not the best big man ever, really. Like, he's one of the all-time great basketball players. Every real hooper you know, wants to be on the stage and playing the game and um, be in this moment. So. Um, see it full circle, you know, going from my rehab, um, not being able to walk, go up the stairs, like not just for a month or two, you know what I'm saying? It was for a, it was for a long time and um, a lot of different things going through my head, a lot of tears, a lot of blood, sweat and tears um, and, and real ones just to see it full circle and uh, have total belief in myself, have the team have total belief in me, people back home have total belief in me. Uh, that's all I could ever ask for, and just to see it like this is, is amazing. So happy for Jamal Murray mm -hmm. after everything that he's been through. But being in the building, I mean, the emotion from the players, from the fans, it doesn't really matter who you're rooting for. There's no better feeling than to be able to witness one of the most special moments in the world to these athletes. But it feels like this is the time perk. Yeah. You were there. You felt it. What is the word of the day that you have for the Denver Nuggets now that they're world champions? Well, you know what? I'm not going to get into who's the best big man or the greatest big man of all time, but the word of the day is resurrection. Because last night we witnessed the center position rise from the dead. <laughs> and that's what the word is, resurrection. And it's more so about Jokic than it is the Denver Nuggets. I mean, it's been more than two decades since a center has led his team to NBA championship. And that was Shaquille O'Neal. And what Jokic did was he has completely changed the narrative that it's not a guard and wing driven league that you actually could win a championship through a big fella, a center at that. And the thing that I love about him is that he never forget where he comes from, his yep. roots. His roots are, I'm a paint player. I have a jump hook over both shoulders, but I'm a, I'm a center, I'm a big, but I got guard skills. 
He, he resurrected from the dead last night. The center, the center position was resurrected. Now we got new joy and new life around the league. We don't need to see seven footers hanging out around the perimeter. Well, I know that our resident yeah. big fella, you, our resident big fella, is feeling pretty good about that. Richard, you have been in this position before. You have been the one standing on top of the world as a champion. How are you going to remember this Nuggets title run here? Well, I, I think it was a special run, and so many people have talked about Jokic, and, and, and rightfully so. But I think there are so many people, just because I know the organization so well, I ended my career there. There are guys like, you know, Sparking Gonzalez, who yeah. is the trainer for 40-plus years in that organization, winning his first championship. Calvin Booth taking over a job that Masai Ujiri left that Tim Conley left. And what did he do? He brought in, Nate, let's talk about his three players that he brought in, KCP, Bruce Brown, and Christian Brown. So Calvin Booth, what he was able to do. Josh Kroenke and their group and what they were able to group. There was just so many things in this organization that I thought were really, really beautiful. And then, of course, obviously the players and Mike Malone, what they were able to accomplish collectively. So when I look at it, I look at it from a very different perspective because I know so many people inside the organization. Yeah. And I think about Ish Smith. I think about DeAndre Jordan. Mm -hmm. I think about Jeff Green. I think about my Arizona brothers, Zeke Naji and, and Aaron Gordon, who's going to get their pictures up in the Arizona Hall uh, of Fame with all the other NBA champions. So I just look at it from a very different way, and I just think it's so special and so beautiful because you know all of the people inside the organization that have dedicated their lives and decades to this moment of success. Yeah, they worked so hard for this, and I feel like it's easy to see Denver go 16-4 and four during the postseason, and you could forget, okay, it wasn't smooth sailing all the way here. There were actually bumps that they had to get through in order to get to this point, and I caught up with Bruce Brown to talk about that, to talk about the doubters. When you look back, you were told maybe you didn't fit, maybe you weren't enough, maybe you had more work to do. That was part of the message that we've talked about before. Now that you're sitting here a champion, what do you think of that? Uh, I mean, I'm lost for words. Um, I mean, I was doubted my whole life. Uh, this is this is nothing new. Uh, I put a, a bigger chip on my shoulder, so I had to go out and prove myself to myself. Uh, and I give you a little gem this year. Earlier this year, a team was and free agent trying to talk to me. It was between me and another player, and. Um, I went up to the front office and I was like, why did you pick him over me? And they said, if you came here, you wouldn't play. So. I don't want to keep you from the celebrating too long. You said you might need your mom to come pick you up. What's yeah. in the plans tonight? A lot of Jameson for me. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a good night. You told me that you didn't want to talk about what you thought this was going to feel like until you were in the moment. And so now, what is it for you? It's unreal. Like, it <laughs> I feel like words can't even describe it. Like, it's just excitement, it's joy. Uh, God is good. Uh, it's just incredible to do it with, like, such a close-knit group of guys. Tell me about Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, what they showed you in this series. Jamal Murray is a cold killer. <laughs> He's ice cold on the basketball court. Jamal Murray got one of the best mentalities to ever touch the floor. You know what I mean? Regardless of the game, uh, regardless of how skilled he is or how talented he is, his mentality is unreal. And then Nikola Jokic is one of the best basketball players of all time. So one of the best basketball players of all time, according <laughs> to Aaron Gordon, is this kid that you are staring at right here. This photo was circulated last night by Nikola Jokic's agent of him when he was a little kid wearing a Nuggets hoodie. This is in Serbia. And Ramona, the story <laughs> behind this picture 
that Jokic agents shared. It is part of what you explore yeah. in your tremendous piece this morning on ESPN.com. And when I was reading it, it felt a little bit about fairy tales and a little yeah. bit about dreams coming true, but it also reveals something about this unconventional superstar. Tell us more about that. You know, we're all trying to make sense of how of who Jokic is, yeah. of why he, you know, there, there's the video of him with a champagne bottle. There's him walking down the, the, the hallway looking completely unenthused like nothing just happened, right? We're trying to understand, like, who this guy is. Like, why, why aren't you more excited to win? Why do you just want to go home after winning the NBA championship? And, you know, I saw this photo and I go, you know, this was taken in 2000 when he was five years old. That's in the middle of the war yeah. in Serbia. The 10-year war where 140,000 people were killed. And early, earlier in his career, he spoke about that, of being in bomb shelters and, and growing up where there, there, it was dark at night and you couldn't turn any lights on. And, and it's, it's, we don't talk about that as much anymore. He doesn't talk about that as much anymore because we want to talk about basketball. But before the finals, people, you know, he had a quote where he says, basketball is not my whole life. And people say, well, what? We're not used to that. We're not used to somebody saying something so blunt. But there's a reason why he has this perspective in life is that there's, there's a lot that he's lived through in his life, that his family is so important, that it's, it, this is the, the country he comes from. And that's why he wants to get back there, because basketball isn't his whole life. He's seen another side of life. And I think that's with that photo. When you really look at it, it is amazing that it's a Denver Nuggets sweatshirt. Yeah. Like, it, serendipitous almost. It's just a gift. It was, right. There was nothing that anyone planned out. And nobody really knew who the Nuggets were. It was just a gift that somebody gave him. And that's what's so fascinating is that you wrote in your piece that one of the sayings that's brought up over and over again in Serbia for yeah. people who lived through that time is you're either the colonel or you're dead. And so the Oof. kids that are rooting for Nikola Jokic, many of the young people yeah. rooting for Nikola Jokic are doing so today and then going back to their quote-unquote real life tomorrow. Yeah. And it's very easy to see that same uh, thing, that same motivation within Jokic. And that is in such stark contrast to Jamal Murray, <laughs> which was another centerpiece of this story that you wrote about yeah. how different these two are, but how perfectly they pair on the court. Yeah, so much of what the Nuggets have done is they pick the right two stars to build around. Yeah. And when you pick the right two stars, you have to get the talent set right. You have to pick complementary talents, but you have to pick complementary personalities. And so for Jokic, when he says basketball is not my whole life, he means it. Like he's going back to his farm in Serbia as soon as the parade is over. But Jamal Murray is all about basketball. He was raised since the age of three playing basketball his 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 father trained him in the art of kung fu and so much of so much of his his story is about the mental toughness that he plays through pain you know, that great game that they have both had in game three Jamal had this horrible floor burn on his hand and and Calvin Booth the GM said to me he goes you know pain is very pain makes him present mm. that's when you get the best out of Jamal Murray that's why we see those incredible fourth quarters those incredible 50 point games like he had in the bubble and so this is a guy who everything is about is about basketball yeah. and, and you saw that when basketball was taken away from him he had to he had to do some soul searching because it wasn't just mental toughness to conquer that the nuggets stuck with him it meant a lot to him and I think that's really why this team was so strong this year it was just so interesting to see this piece your piece explore one star who everything yeah. in their life is basketball and another star where maybe that's not the case, but it has yielded this historic dominant duo. Mm -hmm. I encourage everyone to go check out Ramona's piece on ESPN.com. Appreciate you spending some time with us Thanks, here on Luca. NBA Today. Now it's time for you to get some sleep. I know you didn't sleep at all last no, night. No, zero. on that story. <laughs> Still to come on our show, Jokic. I mean, he just had one of the most impressive postseasons ever. 
But Richard compares him to some of the greatest to ever be on the biggest stage. You're not going to want to miss that. And, I mean, of all the MVP interviews that I've done, Ramona, <laughs> Nikola Jokic was the first one to show up without his trophy. In fact, he told me he didn't even know where it went. He put it down, <laughs> you know, that's the rest of our exclusive conversation. And it's never too early to ask, since Michael Malone. Oh, here we the go. Next step is a dynasty. Everyone at home, get out your phones. Pork, I see you have your phone out. Scan the QR code. Vote. Let us know if you think the Nuggets will be repeating next season. We're going to reveal the results at the end of the show. We're just getting started here on NBA Today. Spurs 2.0. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NBA Today is presented by Xfinity Mobile, the best kept wireless secret. And in part by FX is the Bear. All episodes streaming June 22nd, only on Hulu. So here's the deal, Perk. I really thought at halftime we <laughs> might be going back to Miami for game six. I didn't think that Miami necessarily was going to come uh, back and win the series, but I that maybe I should cancel my 6 a.m. flight back to L.A. and we should be heading back to South Beach yep. because they had a seven-point lead at the half. I didn't. I thought they should have been up by more, and I was concerned. I said, you know what? Denver is going to make a run. The home crowd is going to get involved, and next thing you know, they chopped right into that league, and all of a sudden, the score was tied 6-6. I mean, Jimmy Butler did Jimmy Butler things in the fourth quarter, and then this turnover is just inexplicable. It was so costly, essentially sealed the game. Three-point game at this point. Jimmy Butler has one more opportunity, and you said it. He'd had the hot hand. Yeah. Hit those two corner threes that were so crucial for them. Good look. Contested by Aaron Gordon, who's been excellent this series and just couldn't quite get it to fall. One more look at that. Miami loses in five games, 89 points, a postseason low for Miami. Let's take a listen to Eric Spolstra after the game. There's just some times where you get beat, you know, and, and Denver was the better basketball team in this series. Uh, that, that's about as hard. I, I don't know how long it'll take me to go through, you know, the autopsy of this final game, but I, I would say that will probably rank as our hardest competitive, most active um, defensive game of, of the season, uh, and it still fell short. I've had some... Hell of a teammates come through and compete with me um, and give us opportunity to win a championship, um, which I still believe with everything in me that we will do as a team here, as an organization, as a city in Miami.
I'm grateful, man, that we made it here. Um, came up short, but I, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate. All right, Ramona, Kendrick, Richard, back with us. What was your takeaway, Perk? Wake up. Shoot, I'm getting tired of him looking all droopy. And <laughs> wake up. Ooh, yeah. But listen, the Heat overachieved, right? They overachieved this season. And, you know, I know I, I was rooting for them. I jumped on their wave, and, and they had a, a hell of a run. But let's think about it for a second. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks that had the best record in the league, 58 and 24. They beat the Boston Celtics that were 57 and 25, second best record in the league to get to the finals. Tyler Hero went down in the first round and all of a sudden we saw guys like Caleb Martin who had to get a plug to get on this roster. Meaning yeah. when I say the plug, meaning through J. Cole, yeah. through Karan Butler to get on the team. Duncan Robinson, we talk about him three or four years ago. He was almost about to be sitting next to us, you know, doing this, right? And then you look at Gabe Vincent, like when I see Max Struess and those guys and I see what they went, what they went through to get to this point, it, they overachieved, which was a huge success. So if you're the Miami Heat, and you're the fans of the Miami Heat, you have no reason to be disappointed or hang your head. That team gave you everything and more that they, they was allowed to do. They just met the better team. They have champions in that organization. Jimmy Butler has not won one, but he is a championship content, com, competitor. Kyle Lowry has won one. And I don't know if they can do it all season long for 82 games, but during these playoffs, those guys played at a championship level. And I, I saw Pat Riley walking out of the arena last night. He was down trying to, he's a champion. Eric Spolster's a champion. That's, that's what you can get in series, in a short playoffs. Congratulations, Kevin Love. He had his, his uh, yep, uh, he had baby. A, his baby during the middle of these finals. I mean, this is this is a championship team, and I can't even believe they got all the way there, but they did it, and they had a chance to win. Rich, uh, look for me, it, it's look. We know the Miami Heat. The reason why we talk about their culture is because their culture is built on. How do we best put ourselves in a position to win a championship? There is no doubt that they maximize this team. You lose a 20-point-a-game score. You have an emotional injury to a guy like Victor Oladipo where the entire league was gutted. I was in the arena doing that game when it happened. That can emotionally cripple a, a, a team, a situation, because you feel for your teammate. So the Miami Heat maximized everything that they could. Right. So for me, the biggest takeaway is that they need more. Mm. They need more. Mm -hmm. They are one superstar away in addition to Jimmy Butler. They are one superstar away in addition to what they have. Because while we know the Miami Heat, while they are proud of their run, they are proud of how they competed, they want to win a championship. So if you go back to the Miami Heat and you go to their organization, they're not looking like, hey, guys, this same team will just run it back next year. Not saying that they won't do that, but they are looking that if we really want to win a championship and not just contend, right. we need more than what we currently have. Well, and that's where it gets a little bit complicated because for me, I, th I think you're right, Richard. It's sort of this lingering question of who is the Miami Heat? Which team are they? Are they the 44-win team whose offense kind of sputtered, albeit they were plagued with injuries all year? Or are they this incredibly impressive, scrappy team that made it all the way to the finals? And I'm inclined to say it's probably somewhere in the middle but a little bit more towards the latter. But they're going to have to decide who is on that roster, and they need to make those decisions somewhat quickly because Bobby Marks, he outlined the off-season outlook. And here are some of the decisions. It's a big full screen that they need to make, but it's centered around Gabe Vincent, Max Struess. They are among Miami's free agents. And then Bobby also notes this. This is important. Because yeah. of their future finances, they are in a one-year window 
to go get an all-star. That's starting next offseason. They're not allowed to aggregate salaries. So what that would mean is they can't actually trade someone like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and picks for a Bradley Beal, for a Dame Lillard in the 2024 offseason. So those are the questions yep. that they're going to have to answer. <clears throat> those are the questions for tomorrow. But, Perk, my question for you today oh. is this. Tonight I'm picking the Heat. Yep. And if they lose tonight, yep. if the Heat lose tonight, this game five, I would buy, I would give Richard, Malika, and Zach a $500 gift card. Where? So, <clears throat> I'm Why gonna, was I not there well, for this? Well, Can I well, get in on that? Well, one, I haven't got the gift card yet, okay? That's the first thing. And that was the, the thing at the end. See, I said I was giving y'all a gift card, not cash. So, it might be a Chick-fil-A gift card. <laughs> it just might be any type of gift card. You never know with me. I, I, I mean, it's why a you gift name card. A food, why you name a food gift card first? <laughs> but, because, why you name a food gift because, card? Because, the, I mean, you know, that's what my mind is. Oh, <laughs> well, but I did say gift Richard, card. I didn't say cash. Richard, we're going shopping baby That's we appreciate it perk coming up on nba today perk, you can go get your wallet the champagne it was flowing late into the night in denver i sat down with the man who led the nuggets to their first title in franchise history our exclusive one-on-one -on -one conversation with nikola Jokic. that is coming up next plus sticking with the finals mvp i'm hearing richard has a point to make about Jokic because he actually is in the conversation with magic with Duncan? With Steph Curry? Wait, all three? Okay, he's going to need to explain that. And we're officially in the offseason, so it's only right that we look ahead at Denver's potential threats to the throne. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NBA Today, presented by Xfinity Mobile. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Xfinity Mobile. So, about last night, after tossing Jamal Murray into the pool and then also telling our Lisa Salters that the job is done, so he gets to go home now. Nikola Jokic, he sauntered into our ESPN interview room, and I've been lucky enough to have this assignment for a couple of years now. And this was the very first time that the newly minted finals MVP, they didn't bring their trophy along with them. But that's just so fitting, right, for Nikola Jokic, who stayed after to chat about what else but our shared love of horses. So here's our conversation. At last, the long wait is over. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. Nicola, you told me a couple of days ago you couldn't answer what it would mean to win a championship until you'd done so. But now we're here. So how does it feel? It's good. It's every, of course, everything, you know, when you reach the goal. But I really think it's about the journey, you know, and about uh, losing, uh, thinking pressure, um, stress, uh, doubting yourself. When you, when you accomplish the goal, I think everything is just relaxed. Well, now you're the finals MVP. How close do you feel like you are to your personal peak, to the best player that you can possibly be? I really don't know. 
uh, I think I can be much better, but you need to still sacrifice yourself. But uh, basketball is not the main thing in my life. Uh, it's uh, something that uh, I'm good at. I'm just happy that as a team, you know, individuals, if I'm an individual, I'm going to play some other sport, of course. I got news for everybody out there. We're not satisfied with one. We want more. Michael Malone said on, on the stage, the trophy's still fresh. We, it's great. We won one, but we're not satisfied. Did winning one whet your appetite to win yes, another? Yes, yes, of course. That's, that's something that he, you know, he's a really competitive guy. Um, even if you play pickleball with him or whatever you play with him, tennis, whatever you play with him, he's a really competitive guy and uh, he always wants more. Uh, I think that's, that's the reason why we won. I got to tell you, I've done a couple of these finals MVP interviews. You're the first one to come in without the the trophy. Where is it? I really don't know. I left in uh, Sparky's uh, room and it's not there anymore, so I don't, even, I don't know. But uh, hopefully it's going to arrive <laughs> in my house. Nicola dribble handoff, Murray turns, fires, and hits. It's rare to be nearly a decade in and still be playing with the same running mate for the same head coach, let alone win a championship together. Why did it mean more to you to win with Jamal Murray and Michael Malone than winning, period? Because I really, I really trust those guys, and I think that's the most important thing. I think that's how the winning is done. Uh, Jamal was injured. Uh, he thought he was going to get trade. Uh, he was playing bad. This and that, media talking about him, this and that. But I think he proved everybody wrong. That, uh, not proved everybody wrong. He proved himself that he can, he can uh, lead a championship team. Champion Nicola, how does that feel? It's good, it's good. The job is done, we can go home now. <laughs> you see your brothers picking up your head coach, literally throwing around like he's your, your daughter. Just ridiculous. What's the celebration gonna look like in Serbia? Hopefully, I, I, will, I will see. I will, I don't know. I, I, will, I don't want nothing big. I just wanna relax and go home, be around my uh, close friends and family, and just, um, yeah enjoying the moment. You were the 41st pick in the draft. A Taco Bell commercial was running when your pick was announced. What do you think of that now? <laughs> they believe in the fat boy. And it <laughs> seems like uh, it worked out. Yeah, don't, don't bet against the fat boy. So Jokic averaged 53 combined points, rebounds, and assists per game this playoffs. Only Wilt Chamberlain has had a higher combined average in those categories in a single postseason. So, Perk, the numbers, they speak for themselves. But here's yeah. the thing about this guy. He has always uh, got something more to say. So how about a little bit of a don't but, but stat real, me? Real quick. Well, yeah? You caught a – so you told me you had a 6 o'clock in the morning flight. Yeah. What you did that interview at 2 this morning? Something like that. Yeah, Richard, you know, okay. what you got? <laughs> Listen, I got you. I got you guys. Don't worry. So this don't stab me. I want to tell you guys, we're trying to put the Jokic history together for all of you because I want you to make sure everyone talks about this incredible run. But let's take a look at what these runs look like. Look, Ooh. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. This is what he's known for. He's mm. got the fourth highest average of all time in his first finals MVP. He averaged 28 a game. Do you know what Nikola Jokic averaged? 30. So mm. Nikola Jokic is out there. Kevin Durant is known for scoring. He's one of the great scorers of, in NBA history. And Nikola Jokic, with all due respect, did not have the space 
of Steph Curry. Did not have the space of Clay Thompson. So Nikola Jokic, that 30 points a game, that is a very, very impressive 30 points a game. Should we talk about his passing, right? So he's Kevin Durant on the scoring side. Let's talk about his passing, right? When Magic Johnson won his first finals MVP his rookie year, 9.4 assists to the game. Jokic averaged 9.5. So really, we can say he's Kevin Durant from the scoring side. Who is he from the passing side? He's Magic Johnson. Passing was Magic Johnson's number one weapon. So when we look at Jokic and how he drops dimes, how he gets other people open, how he extended the career of guys like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and allowed him to play at a much higher level because he was spoon-feeding him. That's who he is. So when you're like, okay, he's Kevin Durant scoring, then he's Magic Johnson passing. And when we say Magic Johnson, I'm talking about the passing is impressive. Okay, so should we talk about rebounding? What does he do from the rebounding standpoint? (laughs) Why, Why not? Oh, okay. Well, Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan. When Tim Duncan won his first finals MVP, Tim Duncan, next to David Robinson, averaged 11 and a half rebounds per game. Now, Tim Duncan was young in that, that era, but at the end of the day, Jokic averaged 13 and a half. So, yes, Jokic was older than Tim, but it's the same thing. So, who Ooh. is he on the glass? He's Tim Duncan on the glass. So, so far, we've got Kevin Durant on the offensive end. We've got Magic, Magic. Johnson on the assist part and then we got and then we and then we got who who do we got who who do we got Tim Duncan on the rebounding. Okay, so that's fine. What else can we can we talk about his three point percentage? Let's talk about his three point percentage. Steph Curry. Now we understand Steph Curry. This is his primary weapon, and the amount and volume is very very different. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that he is Steph Curry from three, but For percentage sure. wise, when that ball goes up, he's making 46 percent of his three point shot. That's almost half of his three point shots, and we know he shoots a good amount. So when you're looking at this so far, what do we have? He's Kevin Durant scoring. He's Magic Johnson assisting. He's Tim Duncan on the glass. And he's shooting a better percentage than a guy like Steph Curry from three-point percentage. Should we talk about defense? Because that was the number one thing that we wanted to complain about when it came to Jokic and his MVPs. Look at this. His first finals MVP, Giannis, the defensive player of the year. Opponent's field goal percentage when he contested. Look at those numbers. He is Giannis I know. on the defensive uh, end. And I'm not saying that he's blocking shots. I'm not saying he's doing all the same things that Giannis did. But the numbers don't lie, people. The numbers do not lie. So when people ask, how good is Jokic? He's a combination of Kevin Durant. He's a combination of Magic Johnson. He's a combination of Tim Duncan. He's a combination of all of these guys. These so guys. when you look at his scoring, his passing, his rebounding, his three-point shooting his defense he lists up either better or at the same number as all of these guys combined that is mind-blowing this is the single greatest postseason run that we have seen from a statistical standard ever ever and that's all it is and you know what else is mind-blowing that was the best segment i ever seen you done give me a chest bump real quick boy <laughs> Bro, you st- I'm in this screen, and you're still bigger than me. me How are you bigger than me quick. in this screen? Hey, you did Richard, t- yeah, you did your thing there. All right, those are the numbers behind it. Next up, we have the video for you, because still to come on NBA Today, we have a very special top of the top. We're taking a look at the best plays from the Nuggets season. That's coming up next on NBA Today. Do I get a, do I get a little chest <laughs> And don't forget... 
The poll is still open. What do y'all think? I know it's a little early to ask, but are the Nuggets going to repeat next season? We will reveal the results at the end of the show. I don't know, Perk, Nuggets or the field? Think uh. on that one. Get your phone out. Vote. sacrifice, all the dedication, all culminated with us winning a championship. But I got news for everybody out there. We're not satisfied with one. At last, the long wait is over, and Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. Everybody had a, had a role to play in, in, in our success, and just so happy for our guys. We, we really did this together. Everybody wants to run it back, you know, after, after you win. You know, this team is special. You know, I knew it from uh, training camp. You know, we can, we can do this. Tonight we celebrate, but I feel like this is something that we can replicate. Pat Riley uh, said something many years ago. You go from an upstart to a winner, winner to a contender, and a contender to a champion. The last step is after a champion is to be a dynasty. Not satisfied until they're a dynasty. All right, well, their quest to repeat, it starts right now. You can see the betting lines right now. As of today, Denver, they are favored to win the title again. And then you can see how the rest of these teams shake out. So, Perk, I ask you, mm -hmm. the biggest obstacle standing in the way of Denver doing that is what? It's the field. Mm. It's the growth of the NBA. And, and when we look at the last five seasons, yeah. we've had five different NBA champions. The Raptors, the Lakers, the Bucks, Golden State, and now the Nuggets. And my grandpa always used to say, iron sharpens iron. So guess what's happening right now? You have every front office and GMs that are in their offices trying to see how can they get better for next season. Teams are going to grow. Teams are going to improve their roster. They're going to improve their coaching staff. So it's going to be hard not only for them to have a dynasty, but to have a repeat. I, I expect this. I don't think we'll see another repeat for the next 15 to 20 years. 15 to 20 years. Well, to be I'm, honest with you. What am I looking at on my phone right now? It's a tweet from? The Milwaukee Bucks. And it says? The quest begins. The quest begins. So they're already like, all right, the, the, the Nuggets won and we're ready to do it. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that, that's what they're saying is the biggest obstacle. Richard, what do you think? Man, I, I think it's like, I wouldn't say the field, but I, I do think other teams improving. I think this was a very weird year in the NBA. We had a lot of randomness, a lot of unexpected things, which you have every year, but I think this year was a little special. Uh, I, I think that the Denver Nuggets, while they do have one of the best teams in the league right now, currently the NBA champion, let's just say they have the best team in the league. I don't know if they face the other best teams in this league. And I don't think that that's necessarily their fault at all. They did their business and other people didn't. But I do believe in the future these roads could be a little bit harder. But I think the Nuggets are prime. But I will say this. The Nuggets, and, and to Perk's point about like the big man, it, the last time the Nuggets lost, and it was really in 2020 when they had Jamal Murray, the Lakers had Dwight Howard, uh, they had JaVale McGee, and they had Anthony Davis right. on their roster. If you're not watching Jokic's dominance and you're not thinking we need to add big depth, then mm. you're not thinking about winning a championship. If you don't have multiple bigs because it takes away your versatility, if, if Anthony Davis, if Bam have to guard him primarily, it's going to be a long year for anybody not without that. Right, because we're all holding our breath every time Nikola Jokic went to the bench wondering, okay, is this going to be the time that the Heat take control? All right. The NBA season, a champion has been crowned, but you know it never sleeps. So NBA Today, we keep right on rolling. You can see here, we will be your hub for all things NBA Draft between now and Thursday, June 22nd on Draft Day. Perk. 
We got everybody covered. We have a draft day special at 3 o'clock. We got a red carpet special. And we have the NBA draft both on ABC and right here on ESPN. And then the following week, we're going to be ramping up that free agency capped off with free agency specials. You can see the details on your screen. You were saying you think it's going to get spicy. It is going to get spicy. I am looking forward to it. But you won't have to wait very long because we're also going to have another free agency special. It's at 2 o'clock Eastern on Saturday, July 1st. That's right. We're going back to back with free agency specials. And then we will be taking it to the court. We're going to Summer League. It tips off on July 7th. We'll have you covered for 10 days of action. 10 days. I thought I was supposed to be off. After next week, we got highlights of Scoot. We got highlights of Victor, the next generation of NBA stars. But while you have your phones out, you're adding all of those dates to your calendar. Keep it out. Scan this QR code and vote. Let us know do you think the Denver Nuggets will repeat as champions? We're going to reveal your answers at the end of the show. Early Tuesday morning, 10 people, they were wounded in a mass shooting in an area where basketball fans had been celebrating the Nuggets' first NBA title, and a suspect was taken into custody. The shooting happened about a mile away from Ball Arena at 12.30 a.m., and three of the injured were in critical condition. That's according to the Denver Post Police Department statement. The suspect, a man, he was one of six people who suffered injuries that are believed to be non-life-threatening. NBA Today will be right back. Let's take a look at who is ready to go. Brought to you by On the Rocks. The Denver Nuggets, they were ready to go this entire postseason. They went 16-4 and four Woo. in order to win their first championship. I love this. The Jokic brothers. I wish I had a big brother. I got you. I can no, do that. Don't, don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> don't hurt yourself, please. I'm, I'm warning Huge congratulations to the Denver Nuggets there, but it got us thinking we need to revisit more of the Nuggets' top plays with a little top of the top presented to you by Zillow. So let's get it started. Director Kathy with top one-handers. Nuggets had more than one to choose from. Oh, nice little reverse. Even, you know, even though it hit the rim, but on two people, Jamal Murray coming back off an injury on Luke Dortz, I love it. The backdoor cut. Oh! Round. See, anytime you jump off a two, but the rim bends like that and it goes through, that's snatching the screws out the basket. Well, and you know we had to have this one. Yeah, yeah you still were. should be in the upper room, Vince Carter. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have top dimes, which you already know it's going to feature a whole not a lot of nickel. Oh Oak. my. He already he already had it in his mind. He knew he was making that pass once it touched his hand. I mean, it's just the precision. That was, so, it looked like he wasn't even looking. He was like, here, okay. Oh, Ooh. Jamal Murray. Behind the back. I love that. Two-man game. The little pocket pass on the... KCP's been spending some time around <laughs> you, you know what? Jokic remind me of Rondo. We used to run, run with Rondo because we knew we were going to get the ball. That's who Jokic is. We had to have top daggers in here. And Jamal Murray, Ooh. it's only fitting that he had the it's first the bag. It's the bag, though, Malika, to get the separation, to get the shot off. And then the little mean what? mug face. Yeah, what is that? Oh. And then what, what, the Sombor sling, well, right? That's what we decided we're calling this. Well, first of all, it was a step back. It was slow, but it was a step back. Well, since we're talking about Sombor slings, let's do it. <laughs> Get you a big man that can yeah. do that, Kendrick Perkins. Absolutely. Look, getting to his spots. The touch. And hand is up. Oh, look. Oh. See, you don't see the bag work. I'm freeze you for a second. Yeah, he did. Uh, it it happens. To say, you know what? 
That was pretty good. And then it all culminated in this. Nikola Jokic, the Denver Nuggets, NBA champions. There were some questions, though, about the way that he was popping that champagne. Well, I had to go get caught in the middle of it somehow. Well, when you put up his number, oh, this. They got, oh. You. <laughs> they got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had on, did you have on, oh, dang. I looked like a drowned rat. I came back out in Avriana. <laughs> our, our hair stylist was like, oh, what did you do? And I it, said, it wasn't me. You was part of the festivity. It, it was fun. Yeah. It's, there's nothing like the post-game locker room and doing these interviews. All right, we'll be back in 60 seconds. <laughs> oh, no. NBA Today is presented by Xfinity Mobile, the best-kept wireless secret, and in part by Burger King. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! What every player hopes for every season. It's all over. The NBA champions. Might not ever come again. the sacrifice, all the practices, the games, the emotions just pouring out. Now you are an NBA champion. How does that feel? It's good. It's good. The job is done. We can go home now. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. Oh, one of those magical seasons. It's just, it's, right. it's perfect. And although he wasn't as outright boisterous right as some other NBA champions, he, he got the reaction that everyone won't forget. Yeah, but here's the thing. You can't tell a champion how to celebrate. If he <laughs> want to celebrate in that fashion, even though he didn't need the goggles. I'm not going to rip this on is, him. Yeah, no, because I didn't know up. how to spray the champagne <laughs> last year either. That's how you turned up. Richard showed all of us how it was done. Look, it yeah. took him a while, but then, yikes. Um, and then you could also celebrate like this where Michael Malone, the Jokic <laughs> brothers were just, just tossing awesome. him in the air. But, but look Goodbye. at the joy in Michael Malone's face. That's the most funny. You yeah. can also celebrate like this, where you well, get tossed into a pool. Is that the cold tub? I don't want to know. I, I That's not my idea. And then, oh, we have the love. Jeff Green. My God, it's Jeff. DeAndre Jordan. Yes, I it's mid, man. My little, my little Roley that was in Oklahoma City. The best guy I've ever been around. 43 years for 31 different teams combined with those three. But we asked at the beginning of the show, will they repeat? It's close, Big Perk. 51% said yeah. no. 49% said yes. So yeah, we will agree see. With me. That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. But we'll be back tomorrow. Absolutely. And the next day. And, and the, the following next day, week. Another one. <laughs>